And greetings everybody, this is Stephen St. Clair from the Crafted Quill Podcast. And a little something different tonight. I thought I would just kind of wing it. Wing it, you ask? Why would I do that? Because I need to. So, I am titling this podcast, Your Wake-Up Call to the MBS. Now, what is MBS? Well, it is what I have called mind, body, spirit. Now, that sounds like an awful weird title for a podcast, but as I explain it here in a minute, you're going to understand why. And as I said, I'm just kind of winging it, but this is also kind of um, kind of my check-in. I haven't. I'm not the best at doing podcasts, and by means, does that mean I don't like doing them? I love doing them. I would do one every day if I had enough material. But I kind of do them as I'm inspired to do so. So let me talk about mind, body, and spirit. But honestly, let me rewind that a bit. Let me talk about what got me up to this podcast. So a couple years ago, um, I always do my annual physical. Men, women, go do it. Don't argue, just do it. But for those of you that care about your body and your health and being around for a long time you should go do that um so i went to my doctor at the time and i had a physical guys it was that kind of physical if you know what i'm saying um grin and bear it it happens but all in all i knew what i was up against you know middle-aged dude overweight not the best shape doesn't eat the best is what it is right but the dark storm, and I realize there could be a lot worse things that I could get um, told about, but I had hypothyroidism. Everybody's heard of it. It's really not that big a deal in a sense that it's treatable. Cool. Started on the treatment. Uh, how I got there, though, was not the best, and I'll, I'll spare that because that's... That's not why I'm here and what I want to talk about solely. What I do want to talk about, though, is the transformation that a person can take when they put that first foot forward or they take that first step. Now, it doesn't always have to be you taking that step because it's a life or death situation or you know, what, what have you. My case was I'm 47, I'm overweight, and I can do better. I, I need to do better. Um, I found my clothes not fitting the same if I was lucky to get in them. COVID was a you-know-what, if you know what I'm saying. Um, I ate like crap for the longest time, and also being an author that means my butt's parked in a chair quite often um, for any given amount of time during the week or weekend and with my wife and I Sadie K. Frazier finding this cool spot um, across the river um, it kind of enhances the butt in the seat but at the same time um, there's some other things, you know, you gotta drive there, you gotta walk there. You know, we my wife suddenly has decided that she needs to park halfway across the parking lot, which is fine. It goes right along with 
the activities we've been doing. But I decided with my thyroid disease, which actually had progressed to Hashimoto's, which is a more serious form of uh, hypothyroidism, uh, I had to get my butt into gear. And having had this illness for a couple years now, and, you know, I just I got tired of dealing with stuff. And between work and home life and kids and just life in general, I, I look out the window and I have a beautiful wooded area next to my house I look out my window and it's there I see you know mother nature's paradise in some small form um, my wife when she's home with me uh, we have a good time we, we get along like 99.989% of the time um, we just we jive I've known her for dang long time over 30, 30 plus years Actually, 37. <laughs> I had a brain, you know what. But I look at myself in the mirror every day, and I swear sometimes I just like, myself looks back at me and says, you are a flippin' idiot. You're better than this. Get your butt out there and do something about your problems, and problem being overweight. So, my thyroid routine checkup was back in april and i don't know how the heck i managed it but i, I managed to uh somehow i missed one in october but they rescheduled it and it was i believe the day before my birthday two days before my birthday so i was like hey happy birthday to me here's another you're in health uh toast whatever but i survived through that no big deal you know things seem to be okay could be better and then all of a sudden to be honest i don't know how we got onto this we started walking and we live across the street from a school that has a big parking lot and i told my wife i said hey why don't we you know it's a square it's got you know there's an upper and lower part we can walk both and you know get a good workout that was first part of may i think maybe maybe towards the end i don't i don't remember so fast forward a month, we have now walked, I don't know the time frame wise or, you know, but over 125 miles. Um, my pre-starting weight was, um, I want to say closer to 317. Yes, I am three bills large and some change. <coughs> Embarrassing, yes. But losable absolutely but you know what that means that means i have to step outside my norm and i have to hump it for a while i have to bust butt and guess what people when you are overweight and out of shape and almost 50 it hurts it's not like it was when you were half that age where you can get out there and do your thing and you know i'm not saying you didn't hurt back then but guess what 47 hurts so we started walking, and uh, part of that we would take one of our dogs, or both of our dogs. We have three dogs, actually. We took the two that are outside doable and have some manners. Our third dog, Max, does not have manners. I didn't socialize him. He's kind of our guard dog, so to speak, but he's just, he's our big boy. He doesn't like people, kind of like me sometimes. Um, anyways, we, we would walk and walk, and my wife was feed me all this information. She's like, you know, we need to walk bare minimum 30 because by the time 30 hits, you know, you're finally, your body's, 
all amped up and you know it needs so we start walking 45 and bare minimum 30 i'm not you set your own time limit don't go by by what i'm saying completely but bare minimum exercise or workout do something for 30 minutes straight now where we started um raising the bar a little bit we would i mean we up to this point we've just walked we've stretched but we decided to um we would walk we you know you got to do a warm-up we warmed up and then we we like sped up a little bit we would speed walk and then we would joggle basically you're stutter stepping your workout so that your heart is in a constant state of movement not a same movement but up and down up and down you don't have to burst your heart through your chest to to get a good workout close but when you're overweight like myself and you know things are going to hurt and things are going to take a while to get to where they need to be so Let's flash forward to the end of May, and it was supposed to have been a weekend where I'm like, hey babe, let's not do anything this weekend. What do you say? We can, you know, we had shows to catch up on. It was, I think, Memorial Weekend, Sunday. I was like, do we have to stay home? I mean, I know I know, I said, hey, let's stay home, but you want to go for a drive at least? Or, you know, we could... Uh, uh, what do we go down to this place, you know, 30 minutes away or, you know, and she's like, Hey, what if we check out that one trail? I'm like, yeah, sure. It's no big deal. You know? So we drove to this place. We, we've been there a couple of times before. We've never seriously got out and hiked people. I could have killed myself. And I think my wife would have done the same because it was my fault. And you know, when things are your fault and they go wrong, it's your fault. But it wasn't really so much our my fault as it was our fault. We didn't go prepared and we we didn't know the full scope of the trails we were hiking on and I know that's you know rule number X, you know, uh, one of my favorite um survivalists Creek Stewart um he will always tell you you should always know where you're going. You should always tell people where you're going. When you go somewhere, be prepared, in parentheses, the best you can. We did none of those things. We didn't tell anybody where we were going. We didn't know the extent of the trails. We didn't know that there was stupid trails were uphill, half of it, if not more than that. So anyways, we got to what we thought was the high point. It kind of, they had a really cool overlook, and it was just a beautiful country. And then I told them, I said, hey, well, let's keep going. You know, we just... So we kept going and going and going. And then we stopped because we realized we were not getting anywhere quick. So my wife was like, well, you know what that means, don't you? And I said, back up the hill. Now, please keep in mind, I'm three plus bills large, out of shape. How do you think I did on those hills? Horrible. I was struggling, I was, and honestly, there was only two things that saved me, my wife and my iPhone. Why my iPhone? Because I could play music. But what about my wife? My wife was there, she led the charge on the way back. She said, honey, just around the corner, come on, you got this. She was my cheerleader. Now, my wife is just as out of shape as I am, I think, but she's not. I'm 100 plus pounds bigger than she is, and my wife's 5'2", I'm 5'9". 
there's a big difference in seven inches there. And please don't take that the wrong way. I know my wife's probably giggling. <laughs> he said, that's not what I mean. We climbed every freaking hill back up and down the way we came. Now, the problem is there was a juncture where we could see the road curve or the path curve back around to what we thought was the highway. Problem is there was a barbed wire fence and a gate that says no trespassing. I looked at my wife. I said, but we need to get there. And we're here, but they say, and it was just, it was a cluster. So we raised ourselves up and we went back up that same hill. We got down, saw that same overlook. End of the story. We were tired. By the time we got to the car, we cranked on the air. We found some water. We nourished ourselves. But, <clears throat> but what I, I guess what I'm trying to tell you is, you have to set a benchmark somewhere that says how bad or how good you are. Now, at some point, I want this is going to sound really stupid, and my wife probably would is not expecting this, but I think we should go back to that trail. I really do. Um, after the after we finished it, we got a bigger picture, a better picture of the overall map, and we really weren't too far. Now, mind you, it's out in the country, but it's a some semi-established trail. No big deal. If we'd have kept on walking, we would have ended up over quite a ways, but in a campground on the backside. So we would have been okay. There was a road. We could have, we'd been on that road. We could have just taken the long, eh, not the long way, <laughs> the better way back. But we survived, we survived it. That was the good part. We made it. High five. Go home. Relax. Think about what you did. So where, where does that story fall into what message I'm trying to share with you right now? Well, there's a lot of things, but one of the things is called perseverance. I knew in the middle of those woods I was in a bad shape. I was in a bad place. Um, I have never before in my life experienced as much anxiety as I have in the past couple of years. And I think, honestly, a lot of that is my thyroid disease, feeling that few moments of despair and lost and then imagining having to somehow call rescue because I was too fat to get out of where we were, but I made it. My wife made it. We kept each other going and that's all there is to it. So perseverance is a huge thing when you are... Um, starting out down the MBS pathway and as I said mind body spirit is what I'm calling it so let's break down the mind body spirit you need three things or you have three things in this life you have your mind you have your body and you have your spirit now when you start going south in your life and doing things wrong and you just you're not living the way you're supposed to all three of those can be affected and in the end could result in some bad things so you say you need to lose weight okay these three things should be written down somewhere and underneath them some things need to be written down because all three of those things need to be kept in check so mind 
what does that consist of? Well, it's your brain, but your inner, your, your inner mind, your inner voice, your thoughts. It needs to be stress-free. It needs to clutter. It need, you need to unplug your brain for a while. I realize life doesn't always allow you to do that, but you need to if you're trying to get your body back into a better place. Body. You look at yourself in the mirror. What is it that you don't like? I'm 5'9 and I have, a, I have a dad bod. I'm overweight by a lot. Honestly, I think my doctor would say or I probably need to lose about 100 pounds. I don't think my wife wants me to go down to about 200, but you know what? That's probably an okay weight, but little by little. So you need, what do you need for, a, you know, to get your, your body onto that trail? Well, you need good food. Good food can consist and should consist of a lot of different things, but do the research. I'm not going to tell you what you should do in that regard. But I will say that my fruits and vegetables have multiplied exponentially. Bare minimum, I think, when my wife makes the main meals, um, more so dinner. Obviously, during the work week, we don't quite meet the standards, but we do eat better. But more or less every evening and then all weekend, bare minimum, three to five vegetables, throw in some fruit, hydrate the heck out of yourself, and... You know, look up recipes, look up um, different types of diets, but do yourself a favor and your future self, do the research. Find out what works, what doesn't work. Read testimonials. Don't just assume that this is okay because 5,000 people are doing it. What you don't know is that 4,990 people may not be doing as well on it. I, it. Just do the math, do the work. You'll figure it out. Uh, you you need to declutter your mind um, for all of this that's going on. There are so many things. You turn on any TV channel, you're going to find something medical related. This pill or that diet or it's... So stay away from negative um, things that could sway how you view the changes you're about to make in your life. Um, next is exercise. I would like to say I love it, but I don't. But I, it is a necessary evil. And I did this to myself. Therefore, I need to fix myself. Luckily, my my wife is in the same boat. We both are foodies. We love to eat. And not all of it's good. So you gotta, you got to do the work. you got to put in the time to do what's necessary to lose weight. And like I said, I think earlier, I've lost 11 pounds in just a little over a month. Eat, there, all of it kind of is, if you can imagine a circular diagram, everything in that circular diagram follows the other in some form or another. So good food, and I'm not talking like any old food, just f find good healthy recipes that will follow along with your exercise. Now remember, you're exercising. You need certain things to keep you upright. Like protein is huge. On the same in the same regard, you you, you want to watch the carbs though. So there's just a whole slew of things that you have to take into account, depending on what kind of exercise you're doing too. You can't just you know you can't in there. You can't jump in and do a marathon and not be prepared. 
Same way with even just simple walking like my wife and I do. We do eat before we go, but we eat lots of vegetables. We hydrate. Um, wear the appropriate clothing. Um, shorts, socks. My wife and I went and bought new shoes specifically for what we're doing. Uh, one of the things I might suggest, get a couple bandanas. Wet the bandanas, wear them around your neck. That way um, part of your body is staying cool. I have some t-shirts. I rip the sleeves off. Keep things, I don't mean to say this the wrong way, but keep things minimal. Now, I'm not saying run with the Speedo or, you know, naked. Wear shorts. I wear ankle socks. I wear shirts with no sleeves. I don't like to be encumbered by certain things. It's bad enough I'm overweight. Why add to it? Helps you stay cool. Work your butt off. Rest is the third thing that I have for body. You absolutely need to have rest. Whether you're working out or not, your body needs to shut down. It needs to repair itself. It needs that time where you can consciously say goodbye or good night. You, you need a comfy bed. You need a place to lay your head that is a dedicated sleep space. Um, whether it's by yourself or with your partner, you got to have the rest. It's very important. It's the time when your body needs to heal. You know, and like I said, the circular chart, this all circles back around. So if you you have good food in your body, that good food forms energy to allow you to exercise. Exercise breaks down the body, helps you lose weight, helps you build muscle, helps remove toxins from your body. Follows up with rest. Rest allows your body to heal from the stuffing you just knocked out of yourself because you're fat. Third thing on the MBS wake-up call, spirit. Now, I'm not talking ghosts or hauntings or anything like that. What I'm talking about is the inner you, the um, the spiritual side. Like, think of it in terms of going to church, but not. Like, certain cultures believe that outside of your body there's a spirit world. There's a spirit version of you. You keep the spirit happy. That's the third cog in the wheel. Chances are you keep everything lined up, you'll be okay. So what can you do to heal the spirit? Mend the broken bits and pieces that life threw at you that you in turn cause your spirit to be broken. Well, meditation's one. Um, find music that if you were to shut yourself off from the world... Um, Music that just brings you or your spirit to center focus. Does it make sense? Hope so. Um, also getting back to, you know, you take spirit but you you meld it with your mind. You, you unplug sort of your body from your spirit in a way that um, most forms of meditation involve being at rest. Sort of. You can do yoga. That can be a form of meditation. All kinds of stuff that involve you clearing the headspace. Um, I've only done true yoga once. And um, the lady that did it was very knowledgeable. Was very, very nice lady. And honestly, I, I wouldn't mind taking yoga from her again. I think my wife and I both would do it. But here's the thing. We did goat yoga little bit of a distraction. Still informative, but if you're going there for yoga, probably shouldn't include the goats. 
you get distracted. So you need to meditate. Find your own form of mind and body, spirit, connect, disconnect. Music, sitting on a mountaintop somewhere in the middle of the forest, by the river, ocean, beach. Middle, your car in the middle of a parking lot. It really doesn't matter. But you need to allow your body and your spirit to disconnect in a way that you start to feel whole, a little less broken, a little less what have you. Um, another thing you could do, and I, I'm really bad at it. I love to read. I'm an author. You would think I would read just as much as I write, which, nil. Um, reading is a cognitive motion that allows you and your brain to develop certain things like a vocabulary like knowledge um and also like i don't care what genre you genre excuse me you read but you should have some sort of takeaway from that um whether just you know i like sci-fi fantasy there you go I, i went on an adventure i was a spy i was a time traveler i was you know whatever something that you get enjoyment out of reading get a book enjoy um the other aspect of your spirit is whether or not you're religious now i'm not saying you have to be religious to meditate but having something you believe in it's probably not a bad idea and you know even even being an atheist you still believe in something or is it nothing i don't know i don't have i don't know any atheist friends but religion or being religious is a part of the spirit aspect of all of life um i think between those three things uh, once you find a particular pattern and all of that i would say stick to it honestly if you're really trying to lose weight and get in shape um, the key component is to find some sort of enjoyment out of it or you're going to get really bored and chances are you're going to quit now like i said i don't exercise it you know it's like ooh, that's hard work but you know what it is hard work depending on how heavy you are or out of shape so find some enjoyment out of how you're exercising um i lucked out i have a beautiful wife that loves to talk we both we're walking, we're both shooting the breeze, we're talking, we're both authors, we just, we've been married for 22 years, we've got a lot of things to talk about, and a lot of things we've done, so it, you know, find a walking partner, hell, find several walking partners, whatever you need to do to enjoy what you're doing, I would imagine for those people out there that get addicted to the workout, go with it stay addicted because chances are you're going to develop some healthier habits and stick to it and on that note i do want to add one because i have when you are trying to get your body back into a better shape a better rhythm in life you're going to want to stick to certain things however I honestly feel, and those health gurus out there can, you know, bash me upside the head and, you know, what the heck are you thinking? 
Do not deprive yourself of those things that you most crave. Sounds stupid because those things got you in the shape you're in. What I'm saying is along the way, it's okay to stop and smell the roses or, i.e., eat a cookie or two or a piece of pie or chocolate cake. It's still okay to have those things, but the key caveat there is learn self-freaking-control. You make a big cake, don't make a big cake. Make half a cake. You make three dozen cookies, whittle the recipe down to one dozen, share nine of the cookies and give yourself three. Does that make sense? I hope so. What I'm saying is do not quit anything cold turkey simply for the fact that you don't think you can stay stay the road, whatever you want to call it. I'm saying have balance. Mr. Miyagi say first learn stand, then learn fly. Hell, I say first learn self-control, then go back and eat a few things that you like. I, I, I jest in that, but at the same time, I like food. Why in the world would I want to quit eating the things that I like the most? I need to learn self-control. Have I screwed up really since I've been starting work out? No. Not in the ways that I used to. Now I had uh, a couple weeks back. Tuesday nights are kind of my cheat nights. My wife's not here to, uh, you know, push me out of the way, keep me healthy. I had a can of, of peach soda and a little bit of ice cream. I had a peach float. You know what? Worst thing of my day to have. But it was the only bad thing I had. That's the thing. And I only had that. So... I ate healthy 90% of the day and I had 10% left. I screwed up. It's okay. Keep keep your percentage of food screw-ups to a minimum. That way you'll have less to worry about and cause issues between the MBS. I hope that all makes sense. And please don't misunderstand anything I'm saying. Um, there are a plethora of Ways to live your life out there, including diets, exercise, what have you. Do what is best for you. I simply want to share with what I am doing, what has been working so far. Um, once again, my name is Stephen St. Clair. That is my author podcast name. And I simply want to give you some things to look at and go, huh, you know, that may be what I need to get myself back into shape. So, in saying that, I, I had to look at long and hard at myself and ask myself three questions. Where I was, my health was crappy, my weight, horrible, my medical aspect of my life was not the best. Granted, there are a lot of people out there that have way worse medical conditions, self-induced or just genetics, what have you. Uh, so those three things played a factor in what got me to the next question, where I am. My current state right now, I'm down to a little over 300 pounds. My next goal is to get below 300. I don't care if it's 299 and, and 9 tenths of a pound. I am under 300 pounds. That's where I want to get to. My next goal after that is wherever I said it. Here's the thing, too. You will either step on the scale a lot or a little or zero. For the first month, I, I chose not to step on the scale. I knew it was fat. I don't need to look at the scale to confirm what I already knew. However, a month in, 
I stepped on the scale. My wife, no, I take that back, I'm sorry. It wasn't quite a month in, but we had been walking for a couple weeks. I hadn't really lost anything, but I told my wife, I said, if I lose weight, tell me. If I have not lost weight, don't say anything. She didn't say anything, which means I didn't lose anything. Do not be discouraged. There are different times in your life, um, metabolic, metabolically, excuse me, my wife, for the longest time, she couldn't lose weight. Thyroid disease, she has, yes. It's just for whatever reason, she didn't lose weight. What she did do was, though, she built muscle. Muscle is as heavy or heavier than fat. You're going to sink like a stone. So she did a 100-mile challenge in a month. And what did she do? She converted all that fat to muscle. And... I had a reminder of that. I said, honey, you just did 100 miles all by yourself in a month between treadmill and walking. And so that last little bit of that 100-mile challenge she did, uh, we walked across the street. It was late at night. It was cool. We knew X amount of times equaled this. So there I am. I'm at the top of the stairs. I'm happy. I could see it in my wife's face. She knew at the top of those stairs she was going to be done with that 100-mile challenge. I have it on video. At least it's saved my Facebook um, profile. Her crossing that 100-mile finish line, I saw her face light up because she knew what she had done and how awesome that feeling was to cross that line and said, I did it. And guess what? It was the best thing she'd done. She, did she start off doing the 100-mile challenge thinking she could do it? Yeah, I think so. But there were moments when she probably felt like giving up. And, or bare minimum, I don't want to do as much tonight. Or at all. But you have to be strong in what you're doing. You have to fight for yourself, fight for the lives of others around you so that you can be healthier and live your life to the fullest. Create a better mind, body, spirit. This is your wake-up call. Pay attention because some people may not get that wake-up call. They may just be dead. So the third question I had to ask myself, sorry to get dark there for a minute, but where do I want to be? I asked myself where I was, where I am now, where do I want to be down the road? Well, I want to weigh less. I want to be healthier. Here's a silly little thing. I am descendant-wise, ancestral-wise, a good portion of my bloodline is, is Scottish. A dear friend of mine, uh, I love her to, to pieces, um, I have her former husband's um, kilt attire. I'm a bigger guy. I wasn't as big when she sent it to me, but I've since then put on weight. I could probably squeeze into the kilt, loosely squeeze into that kilt. <laughs> um, but I want to put it on. I want to put it on. I want to feel my bloodline. I want to feel that that kilt was meant for me. If I can use that term loosely... Uh, I want to do my friend's husband proud. I want to represent. 
being 300 plus pounds is not representing anything but all the crap I ate and all the times I should have been on exercising. Am I being too hard on myself? No, I'm not being hard enough. So that is why I challenge each and every single one of you take a look at yourself in the mirror long and hard, look at your medical records, hell, stare at your doctor in the face, and when they tell you that prognosis, you're not doing very well. You need to ask yourself some serious questions about your mind, body, and spirit. And why have you failed yourself for so long? Get off the couch. Live your life in a better way. Exercise. Eat right. Get the job done. And God willing, you might just live a little bit longer in your life. This is Stephen St. Clair. I am coming to you from a very good place. Mainly my office, but my MBS is doing pretty damn good. I hope yours is or will be soon. Remember, you're climbing up that hill. You're one step closer to living a better life. Stephen St. Clair, Craft a Quill Podcast, out.
This has been another episode of the Crafted Quill Podcast.